Can I steal you for Can a minute? Can I steal you for a minute? Can I steal you for a minute? Hello, everybody. Welcome to Can I Steal You for a Minute, the reality dating recap podcast. My name is Indra Raj. And I'm Mary Bianco. And we've got a lot to chat about this week, don't we? We have a big, big week. So much. It's exciting. I I always, I don't know, I guess this is the part in the Bachelor season where things sort of like, sort of get a little bit like boring-ish, mm-hmm. but... I don't know. I also I I don't know. I think it, it was a pretty good episode this week. I thought it was a good episode too. I feel like and we'll get into this, some of the drama just should have been resolved this week instead of doing a two week right. event next week, but Oh I mean, yeah, there's the two big, episodes. <laughs> I know. Thank God we report on Wednesdays because like Yeah, right. <laughs> that would not We might have to <laughs> We might have to skip Love Island talk next week if that's like the way that it goes. Right. We might have to. We'll there is Mm -hmm. to cover. But yeah, so today, everyone, if you're new to us or whatever, we're gonna chat about some stuff happening in the reality dating world. We like to give news updates. And Mm -hmm. then also, we're gonna chat about this week's episode of The Bachelor with Joey. And then we'll talk some Love Island All Stars, which is totally amazing. It's on Peacock. I think we have to talk a little bit about traitors too. Yeah, because Traders is the first best TV show in on <laughs> on TV right now, and Love Island All Stars I think is the second best TV show on on right now. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right about that. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Okay, so let's talk about some news. What have we got? So, for context for today's episode, I got a deep dive on TikTok about the Askin drama. Oh, there's drama. The ladies of Askin, a.k.a. April, Susan, Kathy, and Nancy are fighting. <gasps> um, yeah, Dang. so it seems mostly April versus the other three. So okay, April's the blonde for, one, right? She's the one who clucked like a chicken on the first night <laughs> of, of Jerry's, and she made Gary, and she made him like the calendar or something. Like She made him like a calendar of photos of herself. Oh, yeah, that was um, wild. That was wild. Yeah, and and I just thought, like Kathy would be the first one to branch off with her zip it. But the first we have to dive out is April. So basically the ladies had a trip to St. Martin planned and April backed out and she had messaged everyone being like, oh, my roof is leaking. My dog is sick. There are all these reasons I can't go. I guess Kathy said something snarky, which is not surprising if you know Kathy even this week. Yeah. And April responded on Instagram and she wrote something like, I can't, I have real priorities in my life. I have my family, I have my dog. I can't just be partying. AKA implying that all the other women just care about partying. Okay. So then she reported that after that, the other three members of Askin had blocked her on Instagram and then she blocked them back. So that's the last that I heard is that the three (laughs) of them were hanging out and had blocked April. So I guess I have to walk back what I was saying about petty drama, because if that's really the reason that they're not friends anymore, that's so (laughs) stupid. That's really stupid. It's also like there's nothing like a girl's trip to like cause drama in the girl's friend group, right? Like that just always. (laughs) Well, that's like the TikTok theme where it's like group chat made it out of the group. 
the trip made it out of the group chat, but will the group chat made it, make it out of the trip? And it's like, right. this is kind of both. Like it didn't really make it out of the group chat, but then the group chat didn't make it. So she wrote her statement here. Although it is none of your business and there are only three people who knew I canceled the trip, but karma never sleeps. Here are the reasons. <laughs> One, I have a job and I can't keep taking off. Two, my roof had a major leak and I had to pay $4,500. So I can't afford to go. My dogs are freaking out. My son's birthday is this week. And then only three people I knew canceled and I offered to pay them for any fees I might have cost them. So whatever sent you talking to the press. And then she said, please respect me. This is adult bullying. And I so. Oh, there we oh, no, go. She, bullying. she goes, so whoever <laughs> sent you, please respect me and don't follow me for their dark dealings. This is adult oh. bullying. And it is a it is a low, dense energy. This is a poor example of what adult female should act like. I seriously feel like I'm on the Golden Bachelor part two and I'm the new Teresa being targeted. Shame on you. Oh, she wants she's she's making herself like the winner, Teresa. Like interesting. Hmm. You know what? I think she has legitimate reasons for not going on this trip. I think so too. And I didn't see the the precourse of this. Like if anyone was was mad at her for not going or what they said, I guess I I don't know. So so that's that. It was it was nostalgic to see them tonight. It seems very it seems very petty, but okay. Yeah. Relevant to the episode because we saw the Askin ladies. Mm-hmm. I mean, April always seemed kind of like she could have the potential to not gel with the other women in a certain yeah. way. There's probably some element of that too. And without her, they're just skin. So they kind of needed the A to make it like an active yeah. an active word. Yeah. Skin doesn't work. That's just kind skin of doesn't weird. Work. Kim Kardashian will sue you. Oh my gosh. Okay, big news for the pod. We had our first Bachelor Nation contestant. Oh yeah. Who posted a comment on one of our Instagram posts and literally maybe the post has more likes now, but at the time it had 10 likes at yeah, 10 likes. And because we have like 50 followers, like it's, it's yeah, go ahead. What were you going to say? It's like, no, I just, I think what we said about this person has been confirmed that they are very thirsty because who checks all of their tags? Oh my to see God. if anyone's Literally, talking about you. Like, okay, so it was Demi who was featured Demi. on episode two of Joey's season. <laughs> and I mean, y'all, she was wearing clip-on bangs. Like <laughs> I thought so. I didn't say any we didn't say anything bad. They were very cute. No. She looks good with bangs. They're just a different color than the rest of her hair. So they look like cl- and she was playing with them like they were foreign to her. So I don't know. Right. It was it was definitely okay, like whatever. We commented on her bangs. Like Mary posted like some photos from our episode without context. But but you did say like we discuss Demi's face. Demi's bangs. bangs. You, yeah. yeah. And she she comments, I've had bangs for two years. <laughs> and you know Honestly, what? I Any screamed. news is good news. Any news is good news. Like Demi, please comment on all of our posts. We will tag you yeah. in all of them. Like please. <laughs> we'll take it. I was in the car with my parents who know nothing about podcasts or what's going on. And they were like, what? And I was like, mom, you don't understand. This girl I talked about on the podcast, she commented on our Instagram. She was like, that's too many words. So I was just like, I <laughs> have like- to text Indra right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I was super excited. and Me too. Um, it's a big step for the podcast. We thought we'd let all of you know. 
Okay. So I follow very few people on my personal page from Bachelor Nation, but I I tend to follow, uh, sadly, it's like men that I think are interesting mm-hmm. from the franchise. Mm-hmm. And one of them is John Henry, which I am oh my a little God. embarrassed to admit. <laughs> but so I, random. It's so random. I think he's really cute. So there's that. Yes. But also he... I don't know. There's something interesting about him. Like, Is it the tongue ring? He has a tongue ring? Yeah, that was like Kat's whole thing about him in Paradise was that he had a tongue ring that vibrated and she wanted to see oh, what that was like. Oh, wait, wait, tongue ring? Vi- wait, what? I okay, I somehow had, totally missed that. It was like a little piece of the tongue ring that you could put in and it vibrates. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that, okay. I didn't realize that. So, okay. Piece of information. I, <laughs> I, I thought his whole trajectory on paradise was really interesting slash upsetting. Like mm-hmm. him and Olivia, like I was so excited about them. And I know then when Kat stepped in and he like totally went for her, I was like, what is going on here? Like, I believe in you, John Henry, but you're really not making the right moves. So then I was obviously curious, like what was going to happen to them after the season. And of course, as hopefully many of you know, but if you don't, they broke up like shortly after the season finale aired. Maybe it was like the next weekend or something. Yeah, it was weird because Kat posted all these happy photos and was like, life after, life is good to be whatever. And it was a really cute video. And I was like, oh, great, they made it. And then... those the three engaged couples went public or I guess Kylie and Avon didn't get engaged three couples at the end went public and they all broke up within a matter of a week it was crazy it was really crazy and it was kind of like okay I I'm now I'm just curious like what happened there and I also like his Instagram is very interesting it's very low-key which I appreciate. Like if he was like influencer style, I'd probably have stopped following him a while ago. Yeah. He posts something like every week or less. And it's like, okay, interest. It's like usually like him doing like some underwater diving, welding shit or something, which like (laughs) I appreciate a a Bachelor Nation person who really like gets a lot of clout through the franchise, but then returns to their job. Like actually. Yeah. He's done that. Like, I don't know. That's impressive to me. (laughs) The bar is low. (laughs) But anyway, so I still am following him. And Mm -hmm. this week, there are all these pictures of him, Tanner, who's like, like wet of everything. And Joey hanging out. And they all went to go see Paramore, like in Pittsburgh, I think, which is where one of them is from. Where Tanner's from. And like they all posted about it on their Instagram. It seems like they're buddies. And I like, I I really love that John Henry and Joey are friends. Like I don't give a I shit think about that's Tanner. that's so cute. But like, I don't know. It, it feels like something good. <laughs> well, I think it's especially going to like a concert in Pittsburgh. Like the fact that it's right. Pittsburgh, I feel like makes it even more heartwarming that it's like, oh, this is actually quite sweet. And more I freaking love and I just I think that says good things about them yeah I think it's kind of like the pictures also had a vibe so I saw the pictures from Joey's 
uh, account and John Henry's. And they had the vibe of like a normal group of friends who's like gotten together for a special something. And they're all just posting because they had such a good time together and they want to like really cute. That was the vibe. It was definitely not a like influencer vibe. Like not like we got these seats for free. Yeah, there was no like no sponsoring at all. Like it was all I don't know. I mean, so I'm sure sweet. there was some that I didn't notice because I'm just a lowly consumer <laughs> consumer. But <laughs> it was I I fell for it and I just I thought it was cute. I liked that they were hanging out. I didn't realize that they I were love buddies. That. I love that. Yeah, just a normal boy. Oh, and your boy Nick Vial had a baby. Nick Vial had a baby. River Rose is her name. River Rose. And they are posting her a lot because they keep talking about how perfect she is. She does have a perfect nose. So they had the, did you see their joke that like Reddit was going to start saying that their baby had a nose drop at four days old already? (laughs) (laughs) Which like not out of the realm of possibility. Natalie like worked for a well-known plastic surgeon in LA for many years. (laughs) I don't think she does anymore, but. I'm really happy for them. I feel like Nick has like really always said he wanted to be a dad and that's happening for him. And I actually think he'll be a good father. Like he's a thoughtful person, whether like he's annoying for sure. He's annoying. (laughs) But I think like, I don't, I can see him like being present for his kids in a way that maybe some other men in Bachelor Nation would not have the capacity to do yeah I think I think so I think when we met his mom it was like clear that he was he has a ton of siblings my friend is he has 11 siblings or he's one of 11 yeah and I think it's and he's one of the older ones so I think when that's the case you just naturally have to help out your parents and and yeah step up so I think yeah I agree I think he'll be he'll be a really great dad which is I I think it's cute to see and he got like the interview the podcast week with with Tom Sandoval so this week the winner is Nick Vial yeah did you listen to it I've caught clips on TikTok I I just think having Tom Sandoval come through my earbuds would make me homicidal for the day so (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm gonna skip (laughs) Yeah, I was like not interested. Even when it came up on my like Instagram feed, I was like, I don't want to, I don't even want to listen to this. Like I have no interest in these people anymore. (laughs) I watched like one clip that was, I guess they call Tom and they're like, dude, it's been 45 minutes. We're waiting for you. And it was an interview with Tom and Tom, which I don't think you would always get because everything's been on Tom Sandoval. Like Tom Schwartz is there, but he, he didn't say anything of consequence. And Tom Sandoval's like, oh, man, I forgot. And then he shows up. And instead of being like, sorry, I was late. Nick goes, why were you late? And he goes, dude, you were two hours late to my podcast. Did you hear this? What? He immediately got so (laughs) defensive and was like, you were two hours late to my podcast. And then Natalie, Nick's fiance, stepped in and was like, no, that's not true because you guys met at 530. And then in the time set was 530. And and Tom's like, yeah, and you didn't show up till 730. And she's like, why do I have a text from Nick at 650 that says, do you want me to stop at Whole Foods on the way home? (laughs) And immediately just got him like, and he just... (laughs) 
it just amazes me how little he can take accountability. And it's like unreal. I actually did listen to Nick's podcast today in which they they were like doing an aftermath of that like a debrief. <laughs> they talked about that specific thing and like how it was just shitty of him to like not take accountability for being late. Like, it's OK, dude. It's like, the smallest thing. Like you're you're busy. It's OK. He's such a I'm sorry. He's a piece of shit. Like he is. He has no redeeming quality. Qualities and it's just like it's becoming more and more apparent the more and more interviews mm-hmm. and stuff that he does. So, ugh, okay. But anyway, happy for Nick and Natalie. I feel like River yeah. Rose is definitely a Hollywood name. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> River is like the name lately. I feel like everybody's naming their baby right. River or Ocean or, or something. I like River a lot more than Ocean. I think River is a nice name. It's cute. It's really cute. cute. Anything else? That's all I had. That's all I had for news too. Oh, uh, I guess this can come in the podcast. Joey being like endearingly dumb in that Betches video where he confused Gypsy Rose Blanchard, who is, you know, famously released from prison after murdering her mom. Right. With Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, <laughs> And he didn't think that that was a, in credit to him, he didn't think that was a photo of the Supreme Court, the late Supreme Court Justice, RBG. He just thought that Gypsy's name was Ruth Bader. And she's like, wait, Ruth, could it be Ruth Ginsburg? Um, Is that her? And they were like, no. No. Oh, my. (laughs) Like, I sort of, okay, like Gypsy Rose Blanchard, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, there's a similarity in something there. But Mm -hmm. it's just so funny that those are the two people, like their personalities and what they've done. I mean, I guess they're both involved with the law. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, Joey, what a guy. and I think it and it made me like him more like, yeah, <laughs> I, I just I don't need a man who is not my life partner to be smart. It's just not yeah. something I need. I, I think he's just as dreamy as before it happened. Like, right. I, I feel like I could just see him being like, wait, what? And like smiling really big and just being like, uh, <laughs> I'll share the clip on Instagram just so everyone can see it, because it really is so cute. Like when oh he realizes God. his mistake, he's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Haven't we all put our foot in our mouth like that in Haven't one way or all? another? OK, so let's talk about the episode. I will just say that Michael Bolton's music came back. <laughs> I was gonna, t- I, I was dying to text you during the episode, <laughs> and I shazammed it to figure out what it was. And he's going on tour. That's why he's oh, doing the show. <laughs> okay, okay. I have theories about that. So this is jumping ahead, but I mean, I think we have to talk about the KFC sponsorship situation. I... They're like, oh, my God, I love KFC. And they're like jumping in the pool. They're cheersing with chicken. It was the most obvious brand placement I've seen in a long time. And I really liked it. Like, I, I loved, loved it. I loved it. I loved they had a, you know, at the end of the episode, they had a cocktail party that was canceled because Joey wanted to spend the whole day with them at the pool party. And the pool party was graciously sponsored by KFC. <laughs> And not just food, like floats shaped like the colonel, bucket hats, like uh, it just kept, 
<laughs> it was, uh, and then at the end of the episode, they're like little goofy thing was Jesse sitting in one of the floats eating chicken, practicing his final lines for the <laughs> for the episode, which was such a. I feel like there's more in this new production era for the franchise of yeah. like poking fun at itself a little bit, which I appreciate. Because yeah. even we've always talked about how stupid it is that Jesse comes in and he goes, ladies, this is the final rose. And he goes at one point, of course, it's the final rose. Why do I even come in and say it? Everyone knows it. Like he's like, <laughs> It's like, yes, yes. More of this. I think that the KFC money is paying for Billie Eilish and Michael Bolton. <laughs> I think you're probably right because and maybe Michael Bolton is giving a deal because it's helping with his upcoming tour, obviously. Yeah, maybe Michael Bolton was like a 100K appearance as opposed to like what I was thinking before. And the Billie Eilish, like that's just going to cost what it costs. She's, you know, doesn't need any money right now. But yeah, I I loved it. And I hate brand placement in scripted TV shows. Like I'm I'm doing a rewatch of Gossip Girl as Indra knows. And sometimes they'll just be like, Hold on, let me get my crazer out. <laughs> and like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and so this just being like this party is sponsored by KFC and a bunch of thin bitches are gonna jump around cheersing chicken. Oh like fine. My God. Yeah, like okay, <laughs> we're gonna do it. Like it was yeah. Anyway, okay, so we got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. So let's talk to the episode. I took horrid notes this time, but mine are feel- um I don't want anyone to get a hold of these notes. They are psychopathic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what happened first? They are at the mansion getting ready for the date announcement, right? Yeah, so they have the date carts coming in. Um, Jess's accent was gone. It was gone. Fully gone. I said that That was the first thing I wrote. And Jesse came in and celebrated. You guys are the 18 women left. That means he really wants to get to know you. And I'm just like, 18 is still a lot of women. <laughs> like, I would like to have serious relationships with 18 women with 18 at the women same time. Left. And he's like, yeah, that means Jesse, that means Joey really wants to get to know you. And I was like, I, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I, think he said, I think he said Joey can really see a future with you, which oh, is Absolutely not true. Like I literally didn't know one of their names still. Was and it then Star? Because I kept forgetting Star. her too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is that? And then it was like, oh, that's Star. Okay. Star with two R's. <laughs> and we said that last week too, which is embarrassing for us. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh my God. So I and I feel like they were doing it kind of intentionally, like not, you know how they put the thing at the bottom to tell you who people are. Yeah. They were like not putting hers up, I think, because they wanted to be like, you don't know who this bitch is and none of us do. And you're <laughs> never going to learn. And she's she's gone this week. She's so gone. See you later. Bye bye. She's gone. OK, so first group date is revealed, which is with the Askin ladies. Mm-hmm. And we've got we've got our group. Some standouts from this portion of the episode I the thing that I remember the most is how surprisingly talented Maria was yeah she was really good and how extremely untalented Sydney was oh I mean and Sydney saying I really want him to get to know me and see the real me and then to produce 
proceed to do like a clap and cheer and oh my and god it, it, it was like just badly like, badly very badly. badly and it was just like as soon as she was like so proud of herself at the end I was like there it is no one ever told her that she was yeah. bad at anything <laughs> and that's why she thinks everything is her business and why right. she's the only person that can fix these problems because this continuing conversation about the age drama has now evolved to that Maria was talking about Medina. Yeah. Somehow Sydney keeps saying, what does Maria want from me? What does Maria want from me? Maria does not want a thing from you, Sydney. And, no. And, and Maria annoys the shit out of me, too. I get it. I would probably be annoyed with her if I was in the house with her. Right. What? She doesn't want a thing from you. Why do you keep bringing it up? Like four I times, was- Sydney said. Yeah. Yeah. I was living for the ITMs with Sydney where she was like, what does she want from me? Like, does she want me to cut off my limb and give it to her? I'm like, <laughs> she like, has what? not talked directly to you one time. <laughs> and and she's just she's just awful. Like it, it Yeah. So yeah, that date, like the pageant date, I never like, you know, and and same. Like Lexi won because she put said, My talent is that I'm the world's best kisser. And she kissed like she kissed Joey. <laughs> Some of these women take competition too literally. Like Edwina <laughs> and Maria both being like, Well, this wasn't a kissing competition, so why did she win? And I'm like, Cause it's the bachelor. Like I uh, <sighs> I know. And actually this revealed a lot to me about where Joey's at with the women. And so while I am correct that Maria will go on a two-on-one, which we yeah. see from the upcoming preview for next week's episodes. So I was right about that. But I mean, he's definitely going to keep her. And yeah. I think she may get to hometowns now. Yeah, I think so too. I think he really likes her. And I also, and this is painful, I don't think she deserved to get called out the way that she did. Like I yes. don't, yeah, I don't think the conversation needed to go beyond, beyond Medina saying to Joey, like, because producers clearly told Joey something's going on with Medina. So right, Joey right. during their one-on-one time asked Medina, like, I've heard that you had an issue with people in the house. What is she going to say? No. Like she just has to be like, I felt a little bit bullied, but I moved on now, which is what she said. Yeah. And then Sydney, you know, then Maria's like, why did you tell him I'm a bully? And it's like, well, she didn't. And she didn't say your name. Right. Sydney's going to say your name, but yes. <laughs> but Medina's yeah, yeah. not going to. <laughs> yeah. Well, and just like backtracking a second in terms of like Maria's edit too is like so after the competition of the pageant thing so Edwina and Maria are both like upset that someone won because they just kissed him and Maria says it to Joey's face I know in another scenario where he did not like the girl he would have been like that's it this person is out I don't like that they are like questioning me or whatever you know and he because this is the second time yeah and so she calls him out not only does he like explain to her did you notice how fast he was talking to her yes he was panicked that she was mad at him and he was also like, you cannot get a word in with that woman. So he just mm-hmm. needed to like say everything really, really fast to make sure. That- yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also the most telling thing to me was the music in the background of that conversation was positive. And oh, that would absolutely, it was either that one or the one at the end where he confronts her about the Sydney stuff at the pool party. But I think it was in both. They used positive yeah. sounding music. And that is like, okay, production 
Ashton is trying to make you think that everything is good in this situation, which means she's going far because they want you to believe that the relationship is good slash real, whatever. And yeah, I think that that's like definitely true. Like like in the first week, she said, I'm not going to kiss you because, you know, you've kissed so many girls and then they kiss anyway. And then now she did the same thing where she's like, I have a bone to pick with you. It's like she already feels and he's validating her in this in control of him. Like she is 100 percent like in charge of this relationship. And so she's not actually panicking that Sydney is talking shit. (laughs) <laughs> no, doesn't it doesn't matter. Like Sydney has never talked to Joey one on one. So it's like whatever, <laughs> whatever thing she wants. And and she embarrassed herself during the talent. Like Edwina was laughing at her during the talent show. <laughs> oh, my God. That was like I honestly I mean, it was like if I had been sitting there on the side stage, I think it would have been hard for me not to crack a smile as well. Like it was, yeah. it was rough. And like, yeah, the only time Sydney does get to talk to Joey one-on-one is when she's like, I need to tell you that it was Maria. <laughs> yeah. Was I, like- I know, I know Medina specifically did not want to call out names, but this involves me too. So I'm naming names. It's like, yeah, she's what? actually and- bullying me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I just am like, I can get such a flash forward to what their parents are like, like Maria was, I think, was an only child. And so the world, it was the world according to Maria. So him not picking her despite her like showing off her talents, him not validating that was mind blowing to her. (laughs) It wasn't that like other talents were better. It was just that she didn't get picked. Oh, you mean and Sydney? Then, you said Maria, but yeah, Sydney. Oh no, yeah, I, I mean Maria too, because in her oh, do- in her oh, okay. talk with him, she was like, "If this was a kissing competition, I would have preferred that because I humiliated <laughs> myself out there." I was like, "You know, you were good at that. Relax." Oh my god, <laughs> I just feel like yeah. And then back to the content about like the bullying and whatever and the mean girl stuff. Like, I do think Maria is a mean girl. <laughs> like, I yeah, actually- yeah. She has that energy. And I didn't think it was nice when she called Sydney weird. Like, that was yeah. pretty mean. That was yeah. like one thing that I was like, eh, you shouldn't have said that. And that's just a symptom of her just not knowing when to shut the fuck up, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't, I don't know how to be in a group where sometimes you just have to like let stuff slide. Like, it, yeah. If you are in a big group like that where it's a competition, you can't win ev- everything. And, and Sydney also has this problem. Yes. Like, Sydney said at one point, like, at one point, I'm happy with my character and I'm happy with how I handle every situation. It's yes. like, yeah. What girl. actually is wrong with you? What actually is wrong with you? And, <laughs> and why did you involve yourself? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, they're both really rough. And and mm-hmm. as you're saying, I think in some ways like similar in some of the same ways, which makes it like extra cringe. But like, yeah, it's just it's so clear that Joey's making excuses for Maria's behavior because Maria's not. I mean, while I don't think that she needs to have this witch hunt against her, really, like there's some questions there that he's like totally ignoring. And like, it's just it is definitely like the show is holding on to this drama so that they can get one more week out of it. Like I could care less, but whatever. They're just dragging it out. And like, I think where Maria really went super wrong for me is in her conversations with Medina, where whatever she said and however she felt it should come out, because Maria is very direct and I don't think that's working with this group of girls. Yeah. It's not up to her to tell Medina that her feelings shouldn't be hurt anymore. 
Like Maria's acting right. like Medina equally hurt her feelings. Like when they were talking that morning, she was like, because we're good. Like, I don't have any issue with you. We're good. It's like, it's always the person who hurts other people that wants everything yeah. brushed on the rug. And it's like, you don't get to decide if you're good. Like, yeah, she, you hurt her feelings it's up to her if you're good. And she protected you like she could have sold you out to Joey and she didn't. Right. That's so true. And I feel like, yeah, that's a really good point. And yeah, I just I think Maria just doesn't uh, she has no filter in a way that's Mm-mm. just I I do think it is going to catch up with her eventually. I do think like Joey's going to maybe realize like, OK, this isn't it. But I am yeah. seeing her going a lot farther than I thought she would now. Yeah, he, I think she'll yeah. make it to fantasy suites with him because he he wants to have sex with her. <laughs> yeah. Like even when he was like reprimanding her at the end of the episode, yeah. she was like sitting in a bikini and he was just like staring at her boobs. And I'm like, oh Joey. Oh my God. I know. It's so <laughs> obvious. It's so obvious. One thing that's surprising though, that's related to this drama or maybe unrelated, I don't know, is in the previews for the episodes next week. They show Medina like starting shit again or something. Like, I don't know, yeah. but it was interesting to see. Yeah, I I was like kind of annoyed by Medina this week too because she just was acting so again with like they were so upset by Lexi kissing him like she was in that group of people like her Leah that were just complaining about about her kissing him during the competition it's like he gave it to the person he liked the most like that's (laughs) that's it like he gave it to the person he liked the most it's not you like and that's okay like leah was leah was butthurt about it medina was butthurt about it It was like guys it's not like a literal competition like yeah it's a dating show and he's gonna pick who he wants to hang out with that's it like i wonder if on the like bachelor intake application form if there's like a section about like how competitive are you there must be (laughs) there must be because yeah, this group of I think you're saying like I think what's it's so true. Like these girls are like really too focused on the competition aspect of these group dates when it's yeah. totally not about that. Like it's really not. No, it reminds me every group date this season feels like that one volleyball date. I think it was Nick's season where like everyone had a rough <laughs> morning and they're playing volleyball and everyone is crying the whole time. Every group date feels like that where it's like that was what like happened right before they were crying. They didn't show us enough of what actually happened. I feel like the big secret of that season is that Rachel, Lindsay, and Vanessa had like yeah. a big issue with each other, or like yeah. they were good friends, and then something happened. I don't know. It was it was something, and I think it happened during that volleyball date. Yeah, it was like I think right before the volleyball date, like Vanessa called Rachel aggressive, and Rachel tried to explain to her why, why that was okay. so dangerous to say that about a black woman and then and then Vanessa started crying to the producers and the producers wanted Rachel to say sorry and, and she, she wouldn't and she wouldn't but they at that point had already picked Rachel for Bachelorette and she was right she shouldn't have to apologize so they just cut that whole confrontation and then they just made them play beach volleyball against each other and <laughs> the two of them were being like too aggressive towards the other and like the all and it just spread throughout the house where it was oh like oh my god <laughs> Yeah, that was wild. That was a, mm. yeah. Anyway, I mean, this whole pageant date was like stupid and whatever. Yeah, but was, it did reveal it some stuff about these specific women and definitely about Joey's absolute interest in Maria and how far she's going. Kind of like a dirty dog. Like when they were during all the questions, he just kept defending his like, you know, because 
they asked, April asked the question to Maria, like, say it's 30 years in the future and things aren't working downstairs for Joey as much as possible. And Joey was like, that won't happen. Not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> um, also, something that I like to say is that Maria's an introvert. <laughs> I hate when people who are out, I'm an extrovert. Imagine I all of a sudden was like, I'm actually quite shy. Like, no, you're not. I think it makes you interesting to be an introvert. You say every thought that comes to your mind. You're you're on this show. You're not yes. an introvert. Yeah. Maria was absolutely just like, I need to say something that he wants to hear right now. You know, I'm an introvert. I'm an introvert too. Like, yeah, not a lot of people know that about me, but like, yeah, I actually am an introvert. <laughs> and it's like, whether or not you're introverted or extroverted is not a secret you can keep. That, no. like, that's the nature of who you are. So it's like, and it's the first thing that you can intuit about somebody and- she never stops talking. <laughs> never. So how- never. <laughs> like literally she's she's pro- is just like on and on and on and on. Like in that little conversation that she had with Medina in the hallway, you could just see Medina like trying to get away from her and like yeah. Maria just keeping it going. She's like, no, it, this conversation ended. We're good. Like 20 seconds ago. Like, let me go. <laughs> let me go. And it's like, hey, Maria, Medina actually is an introvert. And you'll right. know that because she yeah. doesn't talk in the group setting and and she's trying to get away from you and you keep yelling at her. It's like, I, and I'm an extrovert, babe. Don't be like, don't be upset. that. that yeah, it's okay to be an extrovert. It, and yeah, in fact, extroverts usually win on this show because it's set up for that. So yeah, yeah I know. I think she wants to be like kind of like manic pixie dream girl. But like I, like <laughs> when Joey exactly was yelling, <laughs> when Joey was like upset with her at the end of the episode and questioning what was going on, the sunlight was just hitting her. And I was like, well, fuck, she's really pretty. Like he's just she- not... <laughs> She's just yeah. not going to get in trouble. She looks gorgeous right now while he's yelling at her. Like, <laughs> have you? This is like not really related, but it reminded me somehow of this because I feel like it seems like Maria has had lip filler, but maybe like a little less than like she might. I, it seems like she has like naturally huge lips like she does. Yeah. But the lip filler on all of these ladies is the most I've ever seen on Bachelor Nation. It's really a lot. And I I found a Reddit post that was like comparing the before and after of the plastic surgery of some of these girls. And I'm always hesitant to like post something like that because whatever people need to do, need to do. I think all of them have lip filler. Every single one. Every single one of them has has filler. And there's nothing wrong with filler if that makes you feel better. I just it's so much. There's so much filler. Like to me, what's I don't know if it's concerning or it's just like, huh, is like Mm -hmm. it's all of them. Like it's almost like I cannot go on this show without this. And they're all like pretty young, like 25 and under. So it just like it just reveals something, I think, about what's going on in in that world, like for all of us yeah. in beauty standards, which makes me uncomfortable because at, while people should be able to do what they want, of course, like it's also like when there's a standard that you need to do something like that, that can be equally harmful to especially young women who may not yeah. want to do that type of thing and feel like they have to. And let's be real. This stuff is not cheap. Like, no. And no. there are health effects, too. You know, it, it's not cheap. And and they are starting at such a young age and things like that. It's like getting it dissolved is like such a process also. So right. while it's not permanent, it is such a commitment to to having it. And it I don't know. It just is. And it, it's weird because not weird, but Joey is drawn to all the girls that have the least amount. 
like he really it's interesting likes- yes Yes. Yeah, it's almost like by comparison, like I, if, if I hadn't seen the before and after photos of Lexi, I would think that that was her like her original face. But now that I've seen the before photos, I know that she's had like probably an eyebrow lift and some filler, but she looks very natural. Like her work is really well done. And I'd appreciate the name. Well, of the her surgeon. lips, her lips look obvious to me, actually. Yeah. She's the one who I think like, OK, yes, definitely. But anyway, go yeah. on. And same with Kelsey, both Kelsey's he really likes. And they loves, actually, yes. I think Kelsey T might not have anything done. I think she might be like a real natural. She is vibe. so beautiful, by the She's way. She's so beautiful. They never talk. He just kisses her all the time. I know. I think he's very attracted to her and yeah. doesn't know what to do. It doesn't doesn't know what to do. Like he just is like, there's something about Kelsey T. And I'm and I'm like, yeah, she's you, hot. She's hot. <laughs> She's beautiful. And I think Maria looks relatively natural. Yeah. Also. So I think, yeah, I think it's not whether you've had work done. It's all relative now. It's it's not like. A, right. Right. And my my friend Courtney is rewatching Andy's season of The Bachelor. Bachelorette. Oh, my God. I love it. Because a friend of hers is is now dating Craig, who was on the season. And she's like, wait oh, a minute. Just- is Craig blonde? Ish. Oh my god! I think I remember who he is. It's not Clint, to... the super blonde guy oh, that fell okay. in love with JJ. Him. It's not okay, him. It's not. I know you're thinking of. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. And she was like, it, it, "This is obviously a scene with mostly guys, but it's just interesting to see they all have like real faces, and some of them yeah. are like balding, and they're all super hot. So I don't know yes. when we moved away from everyone has to have the same face to be attractive because that's just not. It's not working." And it's it's going to be interesting to see what we think of these faces looking back that we all have the same face. Right. And it's like, I don't know. It's 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 alarming to me, honestly. And it's just, you know, as someone who's like really not in that world, it's just Mm -hmm. like, whoa, okay, like this is a thing. I just think of it in like the larger cultural context, really, for like young women of a certain age. When it's like when you're in your early 20s, like, girl, you're hot. Like, this is your hot era. <laughs> Every 23 year old is a hot person. So I don't I, I don't know what we're doing. Like I I and I just I don't know. I, I, I just hope that there's some kind of like reversal of it, like selfishly. And when I start a family, because I just I think about my niece, she's 10. And I just mm. think about the pressure that's already happening. And I just get really bummed out. Like I just get, I could honestly cry thinking about it too much. I just get yeah, like, it's, it's so much pressure. It's so much pressure. And it just. It's so much. And, uh, you know, you and I, as women growing up in this world too, like, it's not like we didn't have pressure of other kinds too. So no. we, I think we both know how that feels. And yeah. just to know that maybe this feels like something extra. And mm-hmm. like, I again, I'm going to bring up the cost aspect of it because I think that's a barrier for some people and or they're like spending all their money on that when like maybe yeah. they shouldn't be. I don't know. It just feels very. I think just, Instagram it feels weird to me. <laughs> I think filler is the new thinness. You know what I mean? Where mm. when we were growing up, it was like this obsession with being Deanna always says, like, why do we want to disappear? And now it's like, we just want to make our noses so, 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 so tiny and our lips massive and our cheeks all this pointed thing. And I'm just like, just, I don't know. I know it's hard and I know it's a lot of pressure and it's hard to see yourself on TV and not rip it apart. But the plastic surgery used to happen after the season and now it's happening before and after. So exactly. Yes. Like Demi looked completely different to me, actually, speaking of uh, fans of our podcast. (laughs) 
she's had those cheeks for two plus years. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Okay. So I was so glad that he chose Jen for the date because she seems really she, sweet and she's gorgeous she's so beautiful i wrote yeah i wrote that's my first note i wrote jen is so beautiful and sweet joey is dreamy i like watching him surf <laughs> <laughs> yeah can we like make a children's storybook made out of mary's notes from this episode <laughs> with like hand-drawn pictures <laughs> Ranting of a psych- ranting of a psych- psychopath or something. <laughs> I mean, that's actually how all of my notes sound too. <laughs> she is so beautiful and sweet. Joey is so dreamy. Or maybe like to put you in know, like a middle school journal entry or something. I like watching literally, <laughs> literally me talking about skateboarders in fifth grade. Like I like watching him skateboard. <laughs> yeah but true like all of those things are true I like they are true this date was just so cutie pie like they were beaming looking at each other it was literally golden hour when they were sitting on the beach they looked so cute with their little surfboards like and then they did the classic like lay in the waves and get washed away while you're kissing like everything Um, about it was just so cute I know Patrick turned to me and he was like well, I mean, yeah, you're going to have a good time when that's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's the that's the premise of the show, right? They put yeah. you in these unreal, super positive experiences where like you can't help but fall in love. You can't help it. And like everything is just like smiley and perfect. And they're doing an activity that the lead feels really comfortable doing. And I just it was like the date could have felt really corny but the two of them were just so cute and so happy to be there that I was like this is great this is a good I know okay so then the evening portion which is like as we know the trauma dumping time happened to you yeah but I I really appreciated Jen opening Mm -hmm. up about something we don't often hear about on these portions of dates from women which is like like often it's like Oh, my parents had such a per- have such a perfect relationship. They've been together for 35 years. I want to be just like them. Like I look up to them, blah blah yeah. blah. And like I don't think I can recall any I we've definitely heard about people who have had like difficult relationships with their parents. Like Gabby really opened up about her mom. Yeah, and Caitlin Miller Keys um right. Also yeah. had a really strained relationship with her parents. And so did her now husband. What's his name? Dean. God. Dean. Like his dad, that whole situation was wild. But yeah, like this was something different though, you know, like to grow up in a house where there was so much like emotional abuse between your parents. Yeah. And and I think the way that she showed she talked about it showed that she's really processed what happened. Right. And she doesn't hate anybody. Like she right. doesn't she doesn't hate them for for what happened to her, which I don't think I could do. Like, yeah. And and, you know, she just said, I don't talk to my dad anymore. And Mm -hmm. that's that's it. And that she's only 25. So that's a really brave and scary thing to do is is cut off contact with a parent with no with no plan to see them again. Right. That I'm yeah, at any age, but especially at such a young age. And Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, she was just like the way she explained the whole thing to him really did feel like, like you said, she really has processed a lot of this and is like moving to the other end of it and like also recognizing that it will always be with her. But yeah. I think it was also nice how she brought it into their relationship and what she's seen out of Joey and that she doesn't feel like scared about being loved by him or cared for by him, which I don't know. I thought it was like really beautiful, actually. And yeah, I I, I wanted to hear more from Joey, I think. So I don't know if he didn't say more or if they just didn't show it to us. But I just I would have liked to I would have liked to watch that entire conversation. Honestly, that's like I think it would have been interesting. And I think like we all could have learned a lot from it potentially but yeah yeah I think it it is really yeah I think it would be nice to hear how he responds to something like that because it might have just been more platitudes but still nice to see how someone comforts another person but maybe you're right he did say more because she did feel very supported by him and was happy to have to have shared it where it went awry for me was the drone show I just don't like the image of drones rushing at me. There were so like they were 40... drones. I was like, what is going? Is that like a big net of lights? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's happening? Honestly, it would be less scary if it was just like a net pulled by four different things. Yeah. No, it was a drone. So the first shot no. of all the drones coming in, I was just like, maybe Oh, not. I missed that somehow. I must have been writing something down. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of like, this is giving Joey a cop out because he doesn't even have to ask her if she'll accept the rose (laughs) and he was so not smooth with the transition like the way that they edited it it was kind of like and I cut my dad out and blah blah and he's like I'm really glad you're here with me now grabs the rose come with me and then they walk to another area and then this she's like what is this is this for us and these lights start coming at them I did like when it was like will you and she was like marry me isn't it a little soon for that a bit soon it's like it might be in two weeks babe I know it's like mm, like true and also yeah let's see how this goes I think he really likes Jen I really can't put like she's definitely top six I think yeah I think she's gonna be a really I don't think he'll pick her unfortunately and and while she is very sweet I'm not sure she has like the the big personality needed for bachelorette Um, right but I think she will crush on the beach. Like, I think she's going to be like the one to get on the beach. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, this was the episode where I was like, okay, I'm starting to see like who's going to be on the beach. Who's coming to the beach and everything. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I actually said that to Pat to Patrick. I was like, she will be excellent on Bachelor in Paradise because she's so flipping gorgeous. All the yeah. men will want to date her, and she's, gonna she's be like, like a normal person. Yeah, she's yeah. A, she has serene energy for sure. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I think that was that was interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. I I would have loved to see them like be the ones. I don't know. With this new production situation, like anything could happen. Like the other thing that was surprising from the first. Was it the first date or was it the one where Kelsey gets the rose was the first date, right? Yes. Yes. They really were like setting us up for thinking it was between two other women. And I'm not even sure who they were now. But then it was like, Kelsey, will you accept this rose? And it was like a surprise in a way that this franchise normally doesn't do. I think it was whether or not it was going to go to Maria or Medina. Like, I think it was like whether or not. 
he was going to give it to Medina for for opening up to him about how she was bullied or or Maria for like whatever or for sticking up to him or whatever. Like if it was between the two of them. Right. Yeah. But then it went to Kelsey, who loved Kelsey. Like and I think so sweet. I think Kelsey will go far. Actually, you know what's crazy is I think he has really strong connections with a lot of these women. Like I, more I than we so normally too. see. Yeah. I think so too. Like he really likes both Kelsey's. He really mm-hmm. likes Lexi. He likes Maria. Jen, he had a good date with Daisy, obviously. There's a lot of girls. Yeah, it was just sort of making it interesting. Like it's sort of making it a little bit more interesting to watch, I think, because yeah. It could be like any number of these women who are making it pretty far. And I like I'm not as sure about Daisy anymore. I I think we got a little bit like we got a little bit away from that this week. Yeah. And it was interesting their conversation that they showed from the group date that she was on the tennis date. Um, Mm -hmm. Like they showed it, which does say something because they want you to follow the trajectory of like the strong couples and they don't always show everyone's conversation from the group date, like evening portions. So the fact that they showed it says, you know, she's a strong contender, obviously, yeah. which we already do. But the in- the conversation itself wasn't super substantive. It was like, it was about her cochlear implant and like, yeah, she asked him if he wanted to touch it. And, it was kind of like that was it. Like it didn't, I didn't get like a very strong con- vibe and connection between them. Yeah, I feel mode. like usually when there's like a big one-on-one date where you have this whole moment and then you see them next on a group date, there's right. usually a moment of like, oh my God, I missed you. Like there's usually yeah. that like, I've been thinking about you. I do hope he got permission from her to remove it because he pulled it off her head without like, she was like, do you want to oh. touch it? <laughs> And then he pulled it off and was like, oh, is this a magnet? And I was like, Joey, she explained to you last week that she can hear because the magnet is, yes. is stimulating the audio, the auditory process in her brain. And you remove the magnet and then asked her, is this a magnet? So like, <laughs> I hope she said it's OK to take it off because he just. Yeah, like- <laughs> I it was. Yeah, that I yeah, I mean, I, I think it was innocent in some way. Yeah, like, yeah, no, for sure. Didn't realize, but yeah, that is true. I didn't pick up on that as much as I should have. You're right. It was just little boy curiosity coming through where it was like, oh, what's this? And like, right, <laughs> right. And yeah, you know, I've had conversations with a couple people now also. Did we talk about how just like se- separately about Daisy, how like it seems like her social media presence has been like very focused on her cochlear implant and mm-hmm. her journey with that. And have you seen anything on TikTok or anything? I haven't seen anything, but like, you know, cochlear implants are controversial in the deaf community. Mm-hmm. A lot of deaf people and people in the deaf community feel that are against them and yeah. against using them. And I don't know if there's been any conversation online about that. Yeah, I think. Abigail talked about it on Matt James's season because both her and her sister were born were born com- I think pretty pretty much completely deaf. Yeah. And I think the bigger pushback comes when it's someone who is born without the ability to hear and and gets a cochlear implant instead of fully joining that right. community. So I feel like for Daisy there won't be as much of a conversation because she she lost her hearing as an adult. Right. Or like as a as a teenager. So I think the decision to get the cochlear implant is like less controversial at that point because 
it's just restoring you back to what you previously had versus mm-hmm. like Abigail said that her and her family were not really included in like the deaf community near their home because her and her sister had had implants and, and right. could be hearing and um, kind of join, I guess, mainstream society in that way, whereas like the deaf community is very close knit and they're culturally very protective of it. Right. I wonder, too, and I would love to hear and maybe I'll even try and like read more about it online from people who have a direct experience with this. But have you seen the movie The Sound of Metal? No. Um, It's a really difficult watch. Like it's a very heavy movie, but it's really good. And it's and it stars Riz Ahmed, who like hubba hubba. He, you know, just like it's not really a spoiler. He the the movie's about like he's a heavy metal drummer and he loses his hearing like almost instantly like overnight and the process of mourning that he kind of goes through around this loss and joining a deaf community for a little bit but really having trouble accepting it mm-hmm. like going outside of the bounds of that to get a cochlear implant and actually living with it and they actually have some really poignant scenes of him at a party with it in and they simulate what it sounds like and it's really I think useful for people who have no frame of reference I think just to even sort of experience it again it's very uncomfortable I felt very uncomfortable watching the movie it was really hard but and then yeah like total spoiler alert like the end of the movie like they leave it sort of open but it's him like sitting on a bench removing his cochlear implant and like looking at the beautiful natural scenery around him in silence Mm -hmm. and like how beautiful that was and presumably sort of indicating that maybe he's not going to use it at this point so that to me sort of signals to me that there is a part of the community that also may have questions about it if you have lost your hearing, yeah, not just you're like born without it. But I don't know for sure. So I'm just putting that out there as something that I've noticed. Yeah, it's it's interesting. And I, I can imagine it must be overwhelming. Like Tasha from Love Island, she mm-hmm. has a cochlear implant as well. And she talked about how like she had to learn to get her hair and makeup done really quickly in the house because she would need that hour and a half that they had allotted to getting ready to take a nap because she was just so overwhelmed with the amount of sound going on and how for like two hours at home every day, she pulls out the cochlear implant and she just has like two silent hours where she just can't hear anything and doesn't need to figure anything out. So I can imagine that that being in this house is extremely exhausting and overwhelming and, and totally wanting to remove that just to have some peace I can definitely I can definitely imagine that being the case yeah well in any event I'm glad that there is conversation I guess going on around this like in Bachelor Nation I do I guess worry about like are all sides of the conversation being discussed in more mainstream circles I doubt it you know but (laughs) I'm I'm sure most podcasts are not talking about no no (laughs) and that's why you come here (laughs) yeah so that's where we're at but yeah so anyway that's sort of a a tangent but but also interesting but yeah I was a little like less convinced of their connection that doesn't mean anything necessarily like I definitely think she's still top four yeah yeah I Um, think I think she's still uh, I think she's either going to be Bachelorette or maybe the winner. I think 
I just think it's like the perfect love story for this show that they're just gonna like keep pushing it forward. And I really liked the tennis date. The tennis date. So cute. More big budget coming in. Oh, yeah. They had two tennis pros. I was like, why isn't like Andre Agassi here? (laughs) Pete Sampras, like Serena Williams. Like, let's get the big names. Imagine Serena Williams on this show. That would just be like... They, I, yeah, that would she would have to be a super fan to agree to go on this show. Oh my god! I, I remember I would, James Blake was like the thing, though. Remember, he was like the hottie of tennis for a while. I mean, yeah, I I can see. I don't I don't like pay attention to tennis to be honest. So he sort of flew over my radar. I uh, the only time I like knew who he was is because I like the musician James, <laughs> and I like I was googling him once or something, and the tennis player came up and I was like who the hell is this like Who's I'm not this looking bald for this. man <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah totally a hottie what was the the woman's name I don't remember oh Pam Shriver she's also yeah. I think I think she's a legend in her own right I think the joke she made I think she's kind of known for having a bad temper out there that she stomps around oh. and throws stuff around so she okay. made a joke about that um, yeah she did make a joke about that it was just so fun to see them having fun. Like everyone was just like not taking it too seriously. They had these cute little costumes on. I would have taken tennis lessons if if <laughs> if I was coming on this season. That's, that would be a good strategy, 100%. Like I'm pretty solid at tennis. I just not, I don't know why I threw that in there. That doesn't matter. No, <laughs> I, that, I'm I'm glad to know that about you, Mary. But I just feel like if if his main thing that we talked about is him being a tennis pro, why wouldn't we like why wouldn't we include why wouldn't you take a tennis lesson to prep? Like I think that's more important than getting Botox done is getting your getting your tennis lessons in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, because you know, Joey is such a like nice dude, but you know that like someone who's actually good at tennis is gonna be attracted to him you know yeah like that's something y'all can do together and like he obviously yeah he obviously cares about it so like dust up your skills a little bit that was like another note that I wrote was I love seeing Joey play tennis (laughs) 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 add it to the middle school journal I love Joey playing tennis lobster and butter win he is so dreamy (laughs) When he said, this is actually a fantasy of mine, you guys being in these tennis outfits, I was like, Joey, you dirty yeah, Joey, dog. You don't, you don't need to admit that. It's okay. We know. <laughs> we know that tennis outfits are like a thing. No, it was cute. And I feel like, you know, the winners, Evelyn and Kelsey, were like nice about it. It wasn't like, it had a different vibe than yeah. some of the other competition dates. So that was nice to see, especially like after what we were talking about last week about everyone being so cold. And like Which, so serious about competition. It was like yeah. Kelsey's hat when it was flopping in the wind was just so, <laughs> it was just so good. Like it, the, it, it was really, really fun to just see them enjoying themselves and like not acting like this is life or death. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like so from the evening, I feel like we already talked about the Daisy conversation. Mm-hmm. Like he talked with all, all all the women. Oh, what's her name? Getting her earrings stuck is like Rachel. Nightmare. <laughs> I could feel that pain where oh, like it I was, t- especially if it was like a kind of new one where it's just like tugging on oh, his sweater. 
I also wrote yeah. Joey looks good in the V neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they caught on his thing. I was like, they handled it. I love seeing the producers come in, like those hands that release them from it. I was like, yes. I love when there's like breaking the fourth wall a little bit. Yeah, I love that too. And that's how you know it was like really a situation because like it, usually you'd be able to like work it out yourself. But when you need a third party, like, you know, it's a problem. <laughs> there's You're really connected there. And I feel like it was one of those earrings that almost couldn't come out. Like it might have been one of those yes. screw on ones because she was like sitting there while they were trying to do it. Yeah, it was like, yeah, definitely. And just the way that she was like attached to him in this awkward yeah. way. <laughs> She's just like, hi. Resting on I him. know. But um like Caitlin got a like moment. Caitlin got a moment. I Caitlin feels like he he mentioned that she was nerdy, I think last episode, and she said something about Star Trek or something. Yeah. <laughs> like I could actually I could definitely see her being like in several different like in the fandom world kind of yeah. you know, like part of several fandoms, maybe some like cosplay stuff she gives me that vibe yeah I think I think you're right like I, I she's very expressive and she strikes me as like ha maybe had an ugly duckling face and I say that mm. with a lot of love because I had one yes. too so she <laughs> yeah. I think probably went through middle school as a little bit of a nerd and then maybe got like very hot in college and is like <laughs> can kind of be both like I want to know what eyeshadow she had on it was so iridescent and sparkly and beautiful yeah, it was so cute. She was, yeah, she has a very bright aura about her. Yes. Which is yes. inviting and lovely and fun to watch. And I can see Joey just loving that. And I think he does really like that about her. Wouldn't it I be just, fun to have her as Bachelorette and just have nerds come oh, on? Like, wouldn't that be so fun to just have a group of hot nerds on the TV? Like, yeah, can I tell you, like, now that we're seeing things crystallize and, like, who's going to be front runners and potential bachelorette picks, like, I would love, I'm not excited about a Lexi bachelorette. I'm not really excited about a Daisy bachelorette, but I could get excited about a Caitlyn bachelorette for sure. <laughs> I would, I just feel like she's going to be, and I say this again with love, she's going to, she would be a freak as the bachelorette. It would be so much fun. Like it would be like, she reminds me of Gabby. Like she's like nerdy yes. Gabby. Like it would be so fun to just watch her like not care and just be a weirdo on the dates. And hopefully it would recruit like a really earnest nerd group of guys. Cause I feel like Andy had a lot of earnest nerds. And I loved that about her season. Even though she picked yes. captain of the football team, whatever the fuck, but <laughs> it, it still is so cute. It is. I yeah. She's the radio chemist, right? That's her yeah. job. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, even just that, like a science date or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I really like her. I I don't think she's gonna make it like like again. She's she's in this like upper echelon though, and I feel like there's so many women in that spot that I don't yeah. really know. I think she'll be in the top 10 when like we really know everybody really well and things start to get a little bit like trickier in terms of who you cut. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I really yeah. was glad she got the date rose because and, and no one was salty about it. Like this was a good this was a good group of girls on this in this group right. and I appreciated it. Right. And then it was basically oh, then it was a pool party, which we basically already talked about. I mean, yeah. One thing I noticed when Leah was sitting on the couch with Sydney, was she drinking a cup of milk? 
<laughs> okay. Did not notice. Who noticed that? Let us know. DM us or whatever. I maybe it was a latte. <laughs> I have to find a picture of it because it was a it was a clear glass and it looked like a cup of milk. Oh Maybe it was like Russian or something. I don't know. It was just like I. It was probably a <laughs> cup of milk. Like that's probably exactly what it was. I'll and find she's a picture of it if I like, can. Talking Maria. <laughs> yeah, she's sitting there being like, "I want some people to go home." It's like Leah. You have a glass of milk. <laughs> like, I know <laughs> Leah has like an edge to her that is not great. I think like she yeah. she partnered with the wrong people. Like mm-hmm. I think she's. She's really young and therefore like probably easily influenced. And when she told Sydney that I think Leah said, I'll like see herself as as a strongly moral woman. Yes. I was like, oh, no, a well-valued woman. Yes. That was so weird. And it was like gameplay a little bit, too. And it just was like it. it it's giving it me trad wife vibes. Right. Yeah. It was weird. It was it was like, okay. like I think Leah has had this very like cutesy, perfect vibe going on. And that's like the cracks in the porcelain are starting to show a little bit. I don't think she's going very far. Like, I think she could even potentially go home like during one of the episodes next week. I I think it'll be next week. I just feel like she hasn't made a big enough impression on him. And and there is the curse of the first impression, Rose, where like. Unlike with the Bachelorettes, where the first impression rose usually wins, yeah, the the Bachelor will give the first impression rose to somebody and then forget to check in again and then yeah. be like done with them. Yeah. So I already think it's happening. I just my next notes are all starting with with Sydney. It's like it goes, Sydney, shut up, Sydney. You keep bringing it up. Maria has not brought you up once. Sydney, this convo did not happen this way, and he doesn't like you enough for this. Sydney, why was there no other choice? How is that possible? Maria doesn't care about you this much. I think that's it in a nutshell. I mean, I don't think there's much more to say about that. Like, Sydney, get off the show. We're done. Get <laughs> off the show. When 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 it really like when I started to feel bad for Maria was yeah. when they were sitting in the circle and mm. and Sydney had her back to Maria and was talking about her as if she wasn't there. Um, yeah, that was and, so weird. And when she said to the group, I'm trying to squash it. I'm just trying to move on. Like, I'm not a mean girl. And then and then Maria's like what are you talking about? You keep bringing it up. And she goes, that's the manipulation right here. It's like, we're not, this isn't the traitor's round table. Like, (laughs) who are you? Like, yeah, I know. It's like, I, uh, I, she's so, it's, it's unfortunate that Maria's nemesis is like so unlikable because I don't like Maria either, but it's like, girl you gotta just stop and like she will be like the two-on-one she's absolutely going home like it will be done I don't even think it's going to be a dramatic two-on-one because even though they show them like Sydney like whispering in his ear like I need to talk to you he doesn't like her enough for this so no is not it's not gonna matter no it's not gonna matter it's so clear I'm ready for it to be over I'm glad that it will be over by next week it looks yeah quick two-on-one it'll be done and then we can like really move on from it. I appreciated that Maria was just like, she played her strengths in that case where she was like, if you like her, you don't like me. And I was like, well, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I know. There was something about that statement though that made me like go like, Ugh, and I don't really know what it was, but I will just say that. It just, I Maria's whole way of doing, she just feels very manipulative to me. And 
will say whatever she needs to say to kind of get ahead, which is not great in a relationship. <laughs> no, no. And I think that's why it won't because Victoria Fuller was similar in that way. And right. it just ultimately wasn't her. He's the only she's the only one that Peter like didn't reconnect with. But and then Evelyn is crying again. <laughs> Evelyn will be on the beach, I think. Oh, when she left barefoot, I was like, this is it. She's done. She's there. They gave her a long exit, too. Like, they let her talk for a while, and she's got the Ashley eye crying thing down. And she's such a pretty crier that it's just going to be. It it was just beautiful. So we miss you. Take it easy on the beach. There's always, like, someone on the beach who is objectively gorgeous, amazing, all of these things, but their energy is so desperate that it turns people off and then they just keep getting their heart broken over and over. And like, that's 100% going to be Evelyn. Like, what I would love is if she got to the beach and she actually did have a real genuine connection and left engaged. Like, maybe that would happen. I don't know. I would love that for her. I, I don't want to watch her pine over somebody else. I would love if someone she wasn't that obsessed with was obsessed with her. And it kind of yes. was like that story where it was like she slowly gets won over by this person. But yeah, I'm I'm glad she's out of her misery. It was getting hard to watch. Like. Yeah, it was like, let's be done with this too. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's it for The Bachelor. Yeah, that's it for Joey. We'll see what happens to him next. Bye. Two episodes next week to cover. So it'll be a big one. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Like seriously, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Mm -hmm. DM us. Like we love all of that. If you're like seeing any tea or like stuff that we should know about for our news portion, also let us know about that for sure. Please let us know. Okay. Then Love Island because we got to talk Love Island and everyone please watch Love Island. <laughs> yes. Please watch it. I this cast is really really good. Oh good. They picked people who are annoying in a way that I enjoy on TV. <laughs> so, I can't stand Mitch, I can't stand Georgia S, but I really enjoy watching them. Okay. Okay. So, we're, we apologize if you have no idea what we're talking about. Again, mm-hmm. you can. And honestly, like, I know there's already like 15 episodes out already. <laughs> if that feels intimidating to you, just start at the r- most recent one. You will get yeah. caught up very quickly. Yeah, the, they do a good job with their little recaps where they tell you everything that you needed to know from yeah. the previous episode. So you will be fine. It's just so good. It's it's because I wanna... all, it's. Oh, yeah. I want to hear about your thoughts on Georgia S because like Mitch is so obviously annoying and unlikable. (laughs) But Georgia S like I was she on season five? Did they say? I think she was five or six. She was like, I'm loyal, babe. She's had she's had a major glow up. She's really, really beautiful. And I think that that's maybe part of the problem. (laughs) She's very she's very pretty. It's true. Is she just has no empathy for other people and so there's a couple in this house molly and callum they're not a couple anymore they were together for three and a half years they broke up a long time and they lived together they had two dogs together and they broke up six months prior to coming into the villa they are both there and they're trying to navigate whether or not they're going to get back together and use this time in the villa to like reconnect they should have just gone to therapy because i actually (laughs) do think they should get back together yeah Or if they're going to decide to date other people. And at this point, they've where we left off, they've decided to date other people, basically. 
Right. And Molly is crying in the dressing room, so upset that Callum is not putting effort into to fixing things with her. We're just not giving her a clear answer, like not being like, I don't want yeah, this or I do right. want this. Yeah. And Georgia turns around and says, I feel so awkward because I would want to get to know Cal. And it's like, not the moment for this. <laughs> like, and she does it more than once where she's like, oh. Yeah, the second time, I feel responsible for this. I and feel Molly's responsible. Like, it is what it is. Walks out. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And then this past week, she's she's talking to, I forget who she's talking to. And she goes, oh, my good. Oh, because because Tom entered the villa. And for right. some reason, Georgia S. has history with everybody. She has history with Toby. She has history with, with Tom. Yes. And Tom enters the villa and he's interested in Molly and he's interested in Georgia S. And Georgia is very excited that Tom is there. She's like, oh, kind yeah, of forgetting is. about Tom a little bit. And and it, she goes, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I put I, I put her old relationship to bed. And now I want the guy that she the guy she wants wants me. Oh, my God. I'm like, shut up, Georgia. <laughs> I know is there's definitely an element of like you're the prettiest girl in the room and like shut the fuck up just shut up she okay I have to say I think Callum is so hot he is I he's the hottest guy I've ever seen on the show like straight up I I agree and he seems like genuinely nice and it's a very sad reason that they broke up is that like he cannot express himself and I think a lot of women like have this experience where they're so happy with somebody, but they cannot tell you how they feel. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I hope they get back together. He's, he's really hot. He's, I, 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 was he, what season was he on? They were the COVID season. So I didn't watch theirs either. Okay. I, I kind of want to go back and see his season because he's interesting to me. Not one, because he's super hot, but <laughs> Because he does seem like the only person in the villa who genuinely wants a relationship. I mean, maybe other than Anton, who like I know, oh, poor Anton. But like, he seems like not only does he want one, he seems uh, like ready for one. Yeah, and 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 I think he, I think he has some awareness around his shortcomings a little yeah. bit. And like, like you said, if him and Molly had just gone to therapy. I think they could have made it work and I think they still can. And like, they still clearly care about each other. Like Callum, Callum's like, oh yeah, it's a hundred percent done. Like he keeps saying that. And like, I think he does. He's like enamored with Georgia S. Yeah. But I feel like that's like a, it's burning really hot right now. But like one, she's clearly not as into him as he is into her. So that's not going to work. But also like, I think it'll it, the luster will like burn off pretty quickly. And I think he would probably realize that like Molly is probably more his speed anyway. I yeah, I think they both just have like similar communication styles and they like they like glow around each other. Like they're right. so smiley with each other, even when they're fighting. And and like even when she was crying and upset with him and he was like, do you want to hug? And she was like, no. And he's like, should I get Arabella to hug you? Like he's still thinking right. about like her needs. And she's also stunning. Like I think she looks like the sexy fish from from that <laughs> movie with Will Smith. Like she's so pretty. She's really pretty. <laughs> she's very she's- pretty really pretty and and they both look so good where I'm just like you just match just find your way back to each other 
I um, know. And he, Cal, it breaks my heart to see Callum like loving up on Georgia so much because yeah. one, I, I don't want to see it. I want him to be with Molly. And two, I just knowing that she like clearly does. I mean, she had a totally different vibe when Tom came in the villa. Like, oh, she, she was like aroused when Tom came in. Yeah. She was like, oh my God. And then she was like, I'm not going to sit on your lap. Sits in his lap. Like, I know. And Tom, like, so Tom, I've seen his season and I think Tom is hot. I think he's objectively like a hot yeah. man. Yeah. He's also like, n- does definitely does not have a great personality, especially compared to Callum. No. And, and this was how I found out him and Sammy broke up because I had thought they got back together and I didn't know they were broken up until he showed up in the villa. <laughs> <At> the villa. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, Tom, what are you doing here? I, I had actually even forgotten that he was with Sammy. Like, cause I think I sped through the rest of the last part of that season. I was like, yeah. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Hannah goes, Oh, I know your girl, Sammy. She's garge. I'm like, uh, I love that Hannah's just saying that to like him about his ex-girlfriend. He's like, she's like, yeah, I know you're here, but your ex-girlfriend, she's gorgeous. So I mean, Hannah, we'll see. What would we do uh, without Hannah? She's so great. I, I love that all the girls, look up to her and I think like dovetailing on our conversation about plastic surgery yeah she's so honest about the plastic surgery she's had that it is so refreshing like I went as doctor on Instagram and she was out at the club and she had the bandage on from her rhinoplasty and was like yeah I got my nose done and And I'm going out (laughs) and I'm going out and I, I love it. And when Josh from her season, Josh yeah. Ritchie comes on and he has a chance to take three people on dates, he takes Hannah and she stands up and he goes, did you get your ass done? And she goes, sure did. And he goes, Jesus. Like, <laughs> I'm saying he called it an arse just to- An arse, to, an arse. Did you get your arse done? Did you get your arse done? Oh my God. It was so funny. So good. Like, she, yeah. Like she's, she wears it proud. Like I, the way- <laughs> So when her and Tyler kiss like on yeah. the terrace, yeah. I, her ITM after that was <laughs> incredible. She was like, I don't know, like he just kissed me. So I like went for it. And then all of a sudden we were just like doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, he asked me up to the terrace. I didn't think a thing of it about what the terrace <laughs> means. And I'm like, you know what? I believe you. Like, I think I know, Hannah. <laughs> It's just existing. And I do feel like she's such a like sister, an older sister to all of these women in a way that they really like she picks up on people's energy more oh, than very anyone fast. Else. And she checks in on people and like the girls need that. Like she's like she's the oldest. She's the most mature. She's the least attached to anyone romantically. Yeah, she's just there for a good time and like to make sure that her friends are all OK. Like Whenever yeah. a new girl comes into the villa, I feel like it's so telling how people act. Like Hannah, regardless of she knows them, is the first person to run up and, and hug yes. them. Yes. Shitting on George again. She, her vibes when a new girl comes in the house are rancid. Like just yes. when Arabella came in, who she's supposedly super close with, she did not hug her. I didn't even notice that. Oh, wow. I'm just clocking it. And and I I don't think her and Toby are done because so. No. No, another she, person I she loves Toby. She loves Toby. She loves Tom too, though. It's between those two for sure. It's, and I just need a timeline of what happened because jo- Georgia and Toby left games paired up together, and games okay. was filmed September twenty twenty three. 
when did she hook up with Tom? When did her and Joey end before they, I mean, her and Toby end before they came in? Yeah, they clearly have just been like hooking up, but never locking things down type of situation. The stuff with Tom is like, yeah, who, what, what's going on with that? Like, it hasn't been that long since he was on his season two. And he was with Sammy when he ended. So it's like, where maybe they were together before. Like, I don't know. And then when she's gleefully telling Callum the story about how Tom got in a car without a phone and drove to her, I was like, but you're with Callum. So why are you like gleefully telling him? Yeah, she's I don't know. You know what? You're so right. Like, I don't know why I haven't noticed this until now. But Georgia, she's she's not a girl's girl. No. and. She was a hater on games. Toby was a hater to one of my favorites on games. So now I'm just carrying that with me. And I think it like still is the same. And we'll see where where they end up. Could be a Georgia, Tom, like the next iteration will be Georgia and Tom. And then Arabella and Toby are going to explore too. And they are coupled up now, right? I don't, I don't know. Because that Chris thing was really weird. with Arabella I really liked Chris I thought he was really funny yeah he was like coupled with Arabella they were like horny for each other making out and then someone else comes in and I thought this was kind of reasonable of him he was like listen I want to get to know her I don't think I should be making out with you anymore and Arabella was hurt and he just went ice cold on her it was like scary to watch it was really weird yeah, I'm not really sure what that was about, to be honest. And I think it does, like when she was like, I'm seeing another serious side of him, like, and I think that's true. I think we all are. It'll be interesting to see how he moves from here. Cause like, yeah, I don't know. Cause, cause Kaz is really the only one who's unattached at this point. And like, I feel bad for her. Like, like Deji from, I think he was on Dami season, wasn't he? Like India picked Deji over him, over. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was basically like, he's like my fellow black Islanders was there a group chat and we all decided not to go and we left Kaz out. Like no one told her not right. to go. Cause it is, it is strange to just see her kind of by herself, like not friendship wise. Cause her and Liberty are great friends, but, and yeah. during the, the truth or dare or the snog or whatever, the snog or dare thing, a lot of people are kissing her to like make out with, but, but yeah. no one is like pursuing her romantically. I know it's like uh, the race relations on this show will forever be cringy mm-hmm. and interesting and revealing of a lot of things, you know, I think definitely in the UK, but, you know, also generally, I think. And yeah, yeah, I mean, I there have not been enough people of color on this season, like no, in I- general. I think that's what it highlights when you do an all-star season is is how bad the casting was in terms of like representation up until very recently. That right. yeah. That the earlier seasons there are no like all-stars that are going right. to be people of color because if they were on the show their stories were not centered. Right. Um, so you don't even remember them or care about them. Yeah. Like, uh, there is that. And th- I mean, I feel like, well, Toby, you know, is getting a lot of attention. Is Callum white? I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I can't. Um, I, I tried can't to look it fing- up, actually, and I couldn't find anything on it. You know, I thought about Googling it, and then I thought, I shouldn't have this in my search history. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
I, I was totally like, I just want to, I like, I want to know, like, what is this guy's ethnicity? And the only article I could find, which was really fucking weird and scary, was defending his Britishness, which was clearly around questions around his ethnicity, which was not confirmed, but that there are questions about how British he is, which is absolutely tied up in like white nationalist supremacist concept and I was like and it was written by a woman of color like I was like this is scary (laughs) that's where my search stopped (laughs) (laughs) I can't go down this any further like you're gonna end up on some reddit channel like right but this is a question that is clearly on people's minds but anyway in any case like the representation of non-white people is really low so far it's quite low not even that like people who are not light-skinned people of color and yeah because toby and tyler are getting like a fair amount of screen time but but deji and kaz like deji the man who brought it up they're both very they're they're much darker they're they're both very dark-skinned and and i think there there is like this level of colorism yeah 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 so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out i'm worried that like this is not going to pan out for Kaz. I know. Not doing- and she, I love her. I do She's great. Really love her. She did the math on Mitch so quickly because <laughs> there was a couple Demi and Lewis on the show. And yes. Kaz was interested in Lewis. And Mitch is paired up with Kaz's bestie, Liberty. But Mitch really wanted Demi, who was paired, who was interested in Lewis. Mitch was psyching Kaz up to pick Lewis because yeah. he knew that if she picked Lewis, Demi would pick Mitch. She totally had his number. 100%. She had his number as soon as Kaz heard that that Demi that Mitch had told Demi that she was his number one. Kaz was like, "So were you supporting me as a friend, or because you wanted Demi?" I was like, "Yes, do the math. Yeah, do the math." <laughs> oh my god. Okay, there's so much more to discuss, but I actually have to. Go. I know. <laughs> but we, I mean, we will talk about it next week. Love is blind season seven. I think it is. Yeah, I think Whatever so. Whatever the next season of Love is Blind is is dropping on Valentine's Day, which is yeah. the next time we record. So we'll have to figure it out. I think we talked about maybe doing two separate episodes because there's going to be a we lot might to, have to next week with two I Bachelor episodes. <laughs> two Bachelor episodes getting like into Love Island three, the way that we want to. Three and- episodes of Love is Blind and then all the Love Island, which there's going to be five, six episodes to catch up yeah. on. Because we didn't even get to Anton's rap, basically, when he was like, if your girl comes crying to me asking for advice, I'll give her advice. You've been together seven days and made her cry twice. Ah! <laughs> oh, God. Anton is kind of an icon. And I think we'll end there. <laughs> and we'll end there. That's all we have. <laughs> all right, everybody. Join us next week. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers, lovebirds. Cheers, lovebirds. Thanks for listening to Can I Steal You for a Minute? Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you like the show, please leave a rating and review. Follow us on social media at Can I Steal You for a Minute pod and support the show through Patreon at patreon.com slash Can I Steal You for a Minute.